Reformed and Confessional exists to promote Reformed Confessionalism, to proclaim the sufficiency of Scripture, and to extol the supremacy of Christ over all things. A Creational Covenant by Nick Myers Introduction Well, there is, yet again, and with an ever-pressing vigor, another undeniable relation between God the Creator and all the universe, His creation, a covenantal relationship. We can hear the screams of hatred from the suppressors now, who would love nothing more than to have no connection whatever to the God of their existence. But alas, they will never be satisfied in this regard. But nevertheless, by the mere fact of their being a creation, those and that which are and have been, the glad product fashioned with precision by the hands of perfect expertise, are in unbreakable concert with their Creator, whether this be to their liking or not. This concert is the covenantal water that all of creation swims in. And, with that covenant, comes a necessary authority from the Creator over His creation, and all the subsequent blessings and cursings associated with it. God's Control and Authority In thinking about God's covenant with creation, one must first contemplate the ability of God to form a creation, with which a succeeding covenant can be made. The power of God is not something that is hidden from us within Scripture, but rather is spoken of throughout, as if a frag grenade of praise went off and peppered every page of holy writ. One does not need to look far. For example, Jeremiah 10, 12-13 declares, It is God who made the earth by His power, who established the world by His wisdom, and by His understanding stretched out the heavens. When He utters His voice, there is a tumult of water in the heavens, and He makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, and brings forth the wind for His storehouses. This is an example of the fact that God, Quote, speaks, and even the inanimate creation must obey his powerful word. Close quote. Jesus likewise explains that if his people were to stop their praise, the stones would cry out with admiration and glory. Luke 19.40 This is all because God did not begin to be in control and have authority when man was created. No, at the very punctiliar moment of God's creative act, he was all-controlling, because, quote, anything God creates is necessarily under his lordship, under his control, subject to his authority, confronted by his presence, close quote. He is the cosmological materializer, the macrocosmic glue, that not only forms, but then simultaneously holds all things together. Nothing could exist apart from his immediate and intentional commanding and binding. And this relationship between God and creation, superior and inferior, king and slave, is, by necessity, a covenantal relationship. The implication is worship. In this covenant relationship where Lord and creation are in connection to one another, that relationship materializes in one of two ways. Either there will be worship of the great king, or there will be condemnation for the failure of the creation to worship accordingly. This is because, quote, the relationship of the creature to its creator is contingent and covenantal rather than natural, necessary, and essential, close quote. In other words, we're not given free reign as God's created beings upon his created earth to do whatever we wish with his property. What son isn't taught to ask for permission before rummaging through his father's refrigerator? The anarchy that would ensue if the boy thought he could eat whatever he wished without giving thought to his mother's dinner plans. But we must recognize God works in much the same way. His covenant is thereby one of communication, giving and receiving, commanding and obeying. And this communication, this dance, that creation does with her creator, is one of worship and liturgy. Hear how the world worships, quote, Rivers clap their hands, hills sing for joy, mountains and hills sing, trees and hills clap, floods lift up their voices, 
the North and the South, Tabor and Herman, praise your name, close quote. The world gets the picture, but it's wicked humanity, the stubborn human heart that continues rebuffing the worship of God, attempting to climb the heights of human intellect, higher powers, and universal secrets, overlooking the fact that the creating God has not placed them in a prison in which they must escape, but into a universal-sized aviary for his glory to be recognized and praised. Conclusion So, creation is in covenant with the authoritative and commanding God and must continue in its worship of him. The fact of it being a created thing obligates it to worship its creator, who is none other than the Lord, the God of all Israel. Humanity can learn from the world and should groan along with it until the day of redemption of our bodies in humility and prayer. Thank you for listening to the Reformed and Confessional Podcast. We pray that you will be edified and emboldened to profess Christ and be unashamed of His gospel. Please visit us at reformconfess.com.